welcome to another week's episode of Soper's Chat. I'm your host, Christy. Got a few things I want to discuss with you this week. Um, the first thing is that I'm still waiting for my uh, concoction to come over from Germany. So uh, more on the natural red. Uh, I'm still waiting on that. Uh, just in case you were curious. Uh, and I put on the Soper's Chat Facebook group the contest for winning a small sample of the trial by fire yes you have to take a picture of your meat soap and post it on there so that we can see either your bacon soap or your spam soap or your ham soap or your hamburger soap yeah i want to see it might as well turn a negative into a positive if you're like oh i made a meat soap hey it could win you a little gram a five gram bag of uh, trial by fire red <laughs> yeah now speaking of the soapers chat facebook group i've been also posting black friday sales on there so as i find them i'm getting them posted i'm still trying to find uh, a good sale kind of flyer look for the rustic essentials one because rustic essentials looks like they have some good ones going and of course wholesale supplies plus if you just go to their pages more than likely they've got something going on there but um i'm trying to be good uh, one of my early New Year's resolutions was to only buy fragrance oils once a year, <laughs> which is so hard. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be good because I got a lot of fragrance oils, I must say. So I've been trying to be good and not buy fragrance oils. Essential oils, whole new story. Yeah, I got to be good about that too. After I bought more Let's See Kubeba because yeah, that smells good. Um, and I found a, a pretty decent deal on 16 ounces. So I, I got enough to last me maybe a while. Hopefully we'll see. You never know. Because I've been using the essential oils for my goat's milk soap because I'm just in love with goat's milk soap right now because I found a source nearby that offers me like, not the powder, it's goat milk. And it's funny because the goat that it's from, um, I can't remember the name, um, Buttercup. I was like, right on, so I can say that the goat that I got my goat's milk from is named Buttercup. Yeah, I know, really weird. That's kind of where, we're all, where we are today. Yeah, also talking about uh, Black Friday deals, um, if, you're, if you've been kind of on the fence about doing a uh, soap challenge with Soap Challenge Club, She's running a Black Friday deal on that too today until 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. So rather than spending $9.95 to sign up for the December challenge, you can spend $4.95 if you get in before 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. The date of this episode is November 29th, 2019. So if you're listening to this three years from now, hey, thank you for listening. But yeah, it's a long time ago and they've already announced the winners and maybe you can go over to the soap challenge club website and see what they're doing today but yeah that was a long time ago anywho so the one they're doing for december is black tie affair and you can be it's anywhere from beginner to advanced um and i'll post a, a link in the comments but grand prize is a 50 dollars gift certificate second place is 35 dollars gift certificate third place is 25 dollars gift certificate sponsor's choice is 20 dollars gift certificate and who is the sponsor this month majestic mountain sage all right that's on my list of when i finally allow myself to buy some more stuff that's going to be one of the places that i buy my stuff from because yeah they've got some good stuff um, but the registration is from December 25th to December 2nd, this coming Monday. 
Submissions are open from December 2nd to December 16th. Voting is from December 17th to the 20th. And then winners are going to be announced on the 21st. So it's a nice little holiday announcement there. Um, and like I said, the challenge is Black Tie Affair. So as I mentioned before, I will include a link so you can go kind of take a, a peek and see what it is. Yeah. So moving right along on... Um, Something I saw recently with Ophelia Sopery, and I kind of want to mention it because it was like, hmm. Um, I've seen a lot of people use uh, titanium dioxide where they put it in their liquid oils before they mix it in with all of their oils. Like, for example, I use the heat transfer method uh, like she does, like uh, several people do. Um, and sometimes what I'll do is I'll mix my titanium dioxide in with my liquid oils so that I can try to reduce the little white spots that always seem to like to pop up in the soaps. And as pretty as your soap is, that one little spot catches your eye and you're like, oh, my soap is ruined while everybody else is saying, it looks beautiful. What are you talking about? Look at the white spots. No, that, that's one way that you can try to avoid them. It's, unfortunately, it feels like it's never 100% guaranteed, but there's millions of ways that you can try to avoid those spots. Um, but I noticed one thing just recently in one of her videos, and I'll post the link to the video because everybody needs to know about Ophelia Sopery, let me tell you. Um, she put mica in her liquid oils. I was like, whoa, I would have never thought of doing that. So she puts it in her liquid oils, mixes it up before she adds it to her hard oils that have been melted with the lye. So it's the heat transfer method, if you don't know. It's you take your lye after you've mixed it up where it's really good and hot and you put it into your hard oils and butters to where it melts those and it also brings the temperature of the lye down so by the time you bring that temperature down you might be somewhere around maybe 110 120 whereas before you throw it in there it's well over 200 so it's a nice way to kind of temper i would say maybe is i don't know if that would be a good word for it uh, and then you add your liquid oils and boom you're there now the downside is you really got to be on top of your uh, your your mix because it can speed up trace a lot faster. So you kind of have to be ready for it. And when I say ready for it, some people are on the money and they can add their mica to the mix and mix it in and then go to town. I notice she does the mixing. Uh, sometimes she'll hand stir with a whisk to kind of prolong the uh the the time before she has to get everything into the mold hurry up and get it in the mold so when you when you whisk it uh that will kind of give you a little bit of working time with your mix so kind of all these little tips it's kind of neat to watch her because you learn all kinds of new little tips on uh, and speaking of tips clyde from um i'm trying to remember the name of his uh his group because i'm of course a member of watching his stuff um he just recently did a really cool um technique and i don't know if he's named it yet which is kind of neat um but he did a um it's called making forbidden fruit process soap uh vibrant soap um i'll include a link down but it's kind of cool uh of course we all know clyde from the clyde slide um and you're going to have to go look that up if you want to see it. Because, of course, you got the link to Vibrant Soaps in one of his videos. Now you got to join his video or become a subscriber and see all the cool little techniques that he uses. Uh, anywho, so he was pouring from one pot. And then he had a smaller cup with a different color. And as he was pouring, he was kind of inner 
twining the other color in with it. It was kind of cool. I was like, hmm, wow, you got enough control over your soap to be able to do that. So that was pretty awesome. Um, he has not dubbed it yet. So it'll be interesting to see what Clyde dubs that. Uh, but yeah, check out his his uh, his YouTube uh, video that demonstrates it. And like I said, I'm including the links there. Uh, showing a little love to the soapers. Um, now, another thing... <laughs> With me mentioning before about how I'm setting limits, like I'm trying to limit myself to buying fragrance oils once a year. Mm, goodness gracious, I, I hope I can hold to that. Um, I get tons of, of fragrance oils, so unless somebody says, hey, I want to order a loaf of soap in this fragrance and they pre-purchase, then yeah, we can talk. But otherwise, yeah, I'm going to try to resist the urge. Um, but that's not a bad thing. Setting limits is a good thing. I, I'm starting to notice kind of everything that I have and realizing, you know what? I bought all these silicone molds thinking I'm going to use these. I bought this uh, bath bomb holder because I thought I was going to use it on, uh, you know, it, different little things like you bought it because you wanted to do this and you bought it because you wanted to do that. And then you find, mm, I don't need that to, to be able to make what I want to make or you tried what you wanted it to make and it just didn't work out and or you just didn't like it and then all of a sudden you've got these molds or these products where you're just like, oh, I'll never use this. Don't be afraid to de-stash. There are plenty of de-stash pages out there and you never know. Sometimes you can get a really good deal. Like I like to sell soap savers with my, um, with my soaps because uh, it, it, it's kind of, you know, a buck and you get a little thing to throw your soap in and lather up kind of like a scrunchie. Um, so that's how much I sell mine for. I imagine you can, depending on the, your volume, you could probably sell them for more depending on your, you know, like your con consumer base. Uh, me, I just, a buck. Hey, you want to add this to it? A buck? Yeah, no problem. So, um, I found a recent deal on them where it was $30, 30 of them for $15 plus like $7 shipping. I was like, yeah, that's actually a pretty good deal because I usually spend a lot more than that on, on the soap savers. And, but I usually also buy quantity, so it's not too much more. So I was like, yeah, this isn't a bad deal. So I went ahead and bought it. So that's the good news about de-stashing where somebody isn't going to use something, but you find that you use it a lot and you're like, Hey, that, I can save a little bit of money. Now there are limits to that, of course. Uh, I hesitate on oils unless I know, you know, how old they are, where they're coming from. Uh, I feel a little bit better about that because should something knock on Formica, nothing ever happens. But should something happen, you kind of want to know where it's coming from so you don't run into an issue there. But de-stashing, you know, not a bad thing. Something I'm going to be going through a lot of my stuff and doing here in the coming year. So uh, trying to clean out not only my soaping goodies, but I like to sew on occasion as well. So I'm going to probably have a, a little coming to sanity meeting with myself and say, all right, time to get rid of some of this stuff too. try to make a little bit of room in my my craft oasis. Yeah. So uh, one thing I'm going to try to do more of uh, is make uh, I don't know if you saw my my hat. Um, I'm going to try to make those so that might be something I offer as a way to support the channel. Like if you want to support the podcast, one way that you can do that is by buying a hat more to come on that. Um, I don't want to kind of set, 
you up saying, oh, yes, she's going to have those hats. And then nothing. I'm working on it. I want to get a supply available and then say I have this many hats. This is what they look like. You know, once they're sold out, then I need to make a bunch more. I want to have them before I offer them. I don't want to, you know, have a demand for a supply I don't have because that's another thing. If you get a demand for a supply that you don't have, sometimes that can give you a lot of stress and put a negative impact on you where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed. I can't do it. And you shut down. It happens. Sometimes you have to bring yourself back and say, okay, give yourself maybe a, a few hours a day. Try not to stress about it. Try to think things through. There's ways to kind of help mitigate the stress created by that. And that's something I'm working on. So I want to be able to offer these. I know I've had a lot of people interested in them. But I don't want to set myself up for failure and I don't want to set up a, an unfair expectation. So more to come on that. Anyway, um, so we've kind of discussed setting limits, Black Friday, wonderful goodies, um, adding color to your liquid oils. I'm going to try that soon because I want to make it. I've already made three batches of goat milk soap recently um, and I'm going to circle back and start making my regular fragrance soaps because I want to make a bunch more of those and I'm trying to clean as I go so that I can make room because not too long ago I bought a lotion filling machine and after yesterday's fiasco I totally need it because let me tell you I luckily we did our Thanksgiving previously the day before so I was able to kind of go nuts and make a bunch of products yesterday the downside of it is I was going from almost nine o'clock in the morning until about nine o'clock at night making stuff. So I, I pretty much wore myself out. But let me tell you, my hands hurt from all the squeezing to get things into jars. And after a while, whoo, that can hurt like my thumb is feeling it. And then, of course, using the, the stick blender after a while, your hands start feeling it. I don't know about you, but I do know I have a little bit of carpal tunnel, but there are some days you got to just take a rest and let your hands recover. Although I want to kind of roll up my sleeves and get into it because I still make, need to make my butter butters. Butter butters. Yeah. So still something I want to do. I've got another uh, craft show coming up this weekend. Um, I want to kind of talk about that a little bit more um, with the with regards to craft shows because, of course, tis the season. Um, and then, of course, right after the holidays, we're going to uptick with Valentine's Day, which is a wonderful, uh, yeah, um, yeah, moving right along. Uh, so one thing I want to ask people with regards to Valentine's, because, of course, everybody seems to be um, balsam and cedar and sweet smells and things like that for the holidays. Um, what are your go-to fragrances for Valentine's Day? Um, now, if you're not a Valentine's Day person, there are some people that actually celebrate a second Halloween on Valentine's Day. If you go to some of the haunted professional haunted houses, they actually have a Valentine's Day show. For example, if you're in Dallas, uh, I think there's Dark Hour down there that has a Valentine's Day show. You might want to check on that. Nope, no endorsement plugs. They didn't pay me. I just happen to know one of the, a couple of the people that work there um, because I liked Halloween just as much as I like soaping and sewing and painting and all kinds of stuff, man. Squirrel! Yeah, so um, if you have a go-to fragrance that you like, uh, and I'll give you examples. Uh, there's Love Spell. There's, uh, what is that? Uh, bombshell, there's sex bomb. I'm seeing a trend. Um, 
Things like that. Cucumber melon. Kind of. <laughs> and changing names on things because uh, copyright infringement. Uh, but if you have a fragrance or several fragrances that you like to do during the, the Valentine's Day, go on over to the Soapers Chat Facebook group. Post and post pictures. If you got pictures, I love looking at pictures of people's soaps. It's always awesome. Um, yeah. So, uh, that's pretty much all I have for this week. If you have any suggestions for future podcast episodes, please let me know. You can either message me through the Soper's Chat Facebook group, or you can contact me through Soper's Chat at Outlook.com. But I hope you are having a wonderful holiday weekend and you are dressed like a football player out there battling the the crowds for Black Friday and uh, the crazy Saturday after. And, of course, Cyber Monday, you're just trying to battle everybody online. But I hope you have a wonderful weekend and tune in next time. Bye!